Jumping joyfully toward your destiny is what life is all about. Welcome to the Destiny Culture Podcast, where you'll create a destiny culture in a simple ABCD format so that confusion, exhaustion, and paralyzation don't win. Welcome to today's episode. I have the pleasure of chatting with my uh, good friend, Amber McDaniel, another member of Team Uncoached, and we are going to be talking with you today about the ABCD process in regards to your story. And I am Tracy Warren. I'm glad to be here with you. Um, and this is really, gosh, uh, one of the very first ways that we started implementing the ABCD process of expansion, which we call the destiny culture, because utilizing your story here on this planet and knowing that you have one that is of value really is a big part of what life is all about. So we're going to break that down a little bit for you today. We're going to talk about why your story is important. What is your story? And what does the awaken, believe, captivate, and dance phases, what do they have to do with your story? And how can you utilize those seasons of life to draw out the beauty and effectiveness of your story? Yes. <laughs> awesome. we're, Anything we're, you want to add as an introduction, because otherwise we're going to go straight to the awakening. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So um, really when I was kind of learning from the Lord about um, story and about the ABCD process, I knew very clearly that once there was ABCD, awake and believe, captivate and dance, that that is more than anything. Like we've got a huge list of topics that you can apply ABCD to, but if you're not applying it to your story, you're totally missing out. That really is the foundation of the beauty of destiny culture, because we've all been through experiences for a reason. We've all had um, ups and downs and beautiful things and hardships and um why we go through them is what our story is all about. Why we um, experience those things and come out on the other side as a, hopefully a better person and a stronger person and sharing that with other people. That's what your story is. That's what your purpose is on the planet, you know, there. And then typically your calling, which is something that you can only do with the Lord is going to be based around your story as well. So understanding your story, understanding the beauty in it, the value of it, th that you have a story that is full of value and worth, and then healing from that story, and then falling in love with all the parts of your story, and then being able to eloquently and effectively with influence, share that with other people that invites them to look at their own story because they're seeing themselves, a small part of themselves in your story, regardless of what your story is. When we share that with other people, it invites them to see their own story and to see how it applies to them. So awaken is simply that process, that part of discovering that, oh, what I've been through was not for nothing. I can actually choose to see some good in this. Yeah. It's finding that silver lining. 
And there are actually a lot of people that don't believe that they have a story to begin with. So having that awakening and that awareness is really a beautiful process and um, something that Mm -hmm. even if that's as far as you ever go in the process, it's worth it. Even if you never go to believe and captivate and dance, it is worth it simply to understand and fully embrace that the things that you've been through are not for nothing. Yeah. But you're missing out if you stop there. So in believe that is when we do our healing from the wounds that have come about as a result of our story, as a result of our experiences. Amber, anything you want to add before I can continue to forge ahead? Well, the thing that I was, that was coming to me was it was our stories that brought you and I created connection between you and I. And, um, then another thing that I was thinking of too, was when you and I's hold on, you're cutting out, hold up, you're cutting out. I'm going to give her a second to hopefully have a clear connection. Um, and I'm going to share I'm not sure what she was saying, but the, um, at our very first awaken retreat, one of the most beautiful things about that event was sitting around the table and sharing our stories. And when we do so vulnerably walls come down. And so of course, as leaders, we needed to go first. We needed to share our stories with vulnerability. And over the course of that weekend, it, in, it creates a safe space that allows other people to share their story as well. And some parts of those stories are, um, you know, we feel like that we're at a high and then other parts of the story, we feel like we may have been a victim or um, we're under extreme stress or challenge or pain. And um, so it can be a very scary thing to share your story if you've not healed from it. And so there are a lot of people that don't um, even see the value in it simply because they haven't gone through the healing process yet. Amber, I think you may be back. Oh, nope, we lost her. Okay, so continuing on then, in that awaken phase, that awaken season, there are a couple of scriptures that I want to share with you. The first is Isaiah 61, seven, and that is, that says, instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. So his heart, the the father's heart is to take the pain that we've been through and take that shame that gets associated with it and turn it into a double portion of favor. So when we move toward our story, regardless of the pain that has been associated with it, when we move toward that emotion, when we move toward, um, looking at it from a place of surely to goodness, there is some good that can come out of this, then God will redeem and restore your story. The next is Jeremiah 30, 17. 
but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you are called an outcast, Zion, for whom no one cares. And again, like he's promising us that he is gentle. He is a redeemer. He will restore those parts of your story that you don't see beauty in yet. And that's okay. But having an openness and an awareness that there may be more than what you've given yourself credit for, than what you've given him credit for in your past is a huge step in the right direction. And that is what Awaken is all about. So then as we move into believe that, of course, is very healing. That is the whole, that is the focus of uh, the believe season. And in regards to your story, obviously we can't continue to share our story with other people if we're just crumbling in a puddle of tears um, every time that we share it. And so if that's the case for you and you're not ready to vocalize things, if you're not ready to share because of how it, it brings up emotions that are still too tender, there's healing to be done. And all of us have those things, regardless of how good your upbringing was, how um, picture perfect that your childhood was, we all have things that we uh, need to heal from. And, um, that's okay. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. So in that believe season, we're really searching, um, for healing from the Lord and deliverance. Amber, you're back. Yeah. It dropped me like twice, but, um, anyways, I, I know you're in believe, but I want to go back just for a second to, totally. and do, okay the voice. Okay. Um, was that when I realized that there was another way that was my awakening, first of all, that there was another way to doing life. <laughs> and, um, when I had started digging into CEO flow, which was the program that you created and I was going through that, um, that's where I began to realize that, you know, my story was very important. Uh, and it was actually me sharing my story that got you and I more involved as far as business was concerned, instead of, you know, mentor, mentee, you know, you being my coach, that's when we realized, oh, wow, our stories are so, so much more aligned. Um, and so that was, that was my awakening, you know, to story that, there's, there's another way and I get to use my story yes. in it all. Yeah. If everything every day seems to be an uphill battle, there's definitely another way. If you're not feeling like life's an adventure and that there's beauty around every corner, there's another way. If you're feeling a dryness and dullness that doesn't seem to get fixed, there's another way. <laughs> so we want to be able to show you that other way. And that is pointing you back to him and, um, uh, this simple process that he showed us through his word that, um, allows you to take hold of that and hold of the gifts that he's given to us. So yeah, totally. Thank you for sharing that Amber. Um, as we step into then the believe season, and we're talking about healing. What comes of that is that we experience his miracles and healing, um, is a beautiful thing. And it is, um, 
a variation of sometimes dramatic and instantaneous miracles. And sometimes it's a progression. And most times um, when we are open to it, it's going to end up being a combination and um, learning to experience miracles on a daily basis is a, a big part of what we love about the believe season. Um, one scripture that I have pulled up here is James 1:17. Every good gift and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. His heart is to shed light on those dark places for you because he is all light. And there is um a big passion that we have that nobody suffer in the dark. And we really have a desire to bring those things to light that need to be brought into the light and bring them before the healer. Yeah. I was just thinking about um, our unretreat when the believe stuff like really showed up. And what I, what I love about this, the believe part of, the story is that um, we get <clears throat> to go back to those places and see him in the midst of them. So those painful places or those parts of our story that we do need healing from, he reveals himself in such a mighty way that it's like, it's uh, that almost is healing in it in and of itself. It's just knowing that he was there because there's a lot of parts of our story where we felt very alone. We felt scared. We felt betrayed. We felt, but he was there. Mm -hmm. He was there. And then of it all. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love, love, love about believe. Mm -hmm. um, and also leading other people, being able to lead other people to that place yeah. is amazing. And I think this is the stage where most people and most teachers stop in teaching story. They talk all about the, the head knowledge of the story, but then they just stop at that level. And instead of going deeper to actually heal from the story and be able to heal for the story and the, the delivery of the story, they stop short there. And, um, that's like leaving yourself at 25% full, you know, like don't stop there. Keep going. There is so much more beauty, um, to be had around your story. And so some of that is going to come during that healing process. And a big part of that healing process has to do with forgiveness, which also many people stop short even in the forgiveness process, you know, it's just kind of like a rote sort of thing. And there's so much more beauty going into deeper levels of forgiveness. Um, so lean in, keep pressing in, reach out to us if you need assistance, um, because believe is amazing and beautiful and not at all scary. Um, because again, he is so, so gentle with us. Mm -hmm. All right. I would just that uh, I would just I'm going to reiterate what you said is that you need community with belief. It is an absolutely necessary component um, to not do this alone. Uh, so if it's not us, you know, be praying, Lord, show me 
my community. Show me the community that I'm safe with, that I can heal with, and that can guide and lead me and keep me uplifted. Mm-hmm. People that are equipped to support and handle um, an intense level of comfort. Um, there's a lot of people that are not equipped to even provide comfort. Um, I just think about how many times I have heard people say like X, Y, Z happened, like this trauma happened and here's what not to say. Here's what felt terrible to say, you know, like people don't know what to say when other people are hurting in general, our society is not educated on how to actually even provide comfort for someone. And so I remember here's a a surface level example, but I remember being like close to nine months pregnant and going into the bank. It probably was with our first child and the teller, it was, it was either the teller or somebody, uh, another customer said something to the effect of, wow, you look like you should have popped already. Not the right thing to say. You know, like not the right thing to say in that moment. And most of us are not educated on how to provide comfort or encouragement to other people. And um, it ends up doing more harm than good. And so you do want to make sure that you're in a space of um, believers who have done this work, not just that are nice friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up, really. Yeah. (laughs) Well, What's funny is I'm thinking of something I just told my little one, she's eight. Um, and I was like, baby, we've got to have Jesus filters. Okay. Like a coffee filter that we put in our coffee pot, you know, to brew our coffee. So that the grounds don't go through and we get that bitter taste. We got to have a coffee filter in our brain. We got to have a coffee filter in our ears and our mouth and our heart, like all over. <laughs> so I was just thinking of that co- that Jesus filter the Jesus filter that we have and that we need. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Okay. So then moving on to captivate captivate for your story is fascinating. I think captivate is probably, I don't know. It might be the most fascinating to me of the season simply because it seems like such a contrast. Um, you kind of expect awaken just by the sheer name of it. You expect it to be, um, I don't know, light, just a light bulb or light or airy, you know, and believe just does have sort of that intense miracle kind of feeling behind it. Then you get to captivate and it can be um, a lot of different things for a lot of different people. So that, that really always fascinates me. Now, in regards to your story, it does make a lot of sense. Because when you're, when you're talking about captivate, you're really talking about an intense level of intimacy and love. And most of us have to work quite diligently and consistently to get to the place where we can actually say, I love my story. I love all the ways that have been created. I love all the things that I've been through because they've brought me to this point. I am so grateful for every single part of this. Thank you, Jesus. That's really hard to say that about all those nooks and crannies that we would rather not tell anybody else about ever. Yeah. Um, 
to tie Believe into Captivate with the story, Christy Harang, which is um, one of our dear friends, and we actually did an interview with her on the, was it the Believe, right? It was the Believe episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's episode five. If you want to go back and listen to that and listen to her story, it's beautiful. But um, <clears throat> the part that she played in the Believe phase was original designs. And um, in the original design that she had given me was a scripture. And it was um, John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And so I had to sit with that and believe, you know, and do the healing and then into captivate was where, okay, how does this tie into my story? You know, the Lord is revealing to me a part of the way that he created me and he wants to use me. How does this tie in? And so what I, through the process of, you know, a couple years of learning captivate and um, it was the intimacy, the lack of intimacy and, and then the abundance of broken relationship throughout my childhood and into my adulthood, that's where that ties in. And of course, the enemy would attack my relationships because that's a strength of mine. And so it was tying the two together from the believe phase and into the captivate and reference to my story and really honing in on who he has created me to be. Um, and, and what I bring um, into other people's lives. And if I remain aligned in that, um, learning to remain aligned in that, which is moves into dance, which we'll get to in a second. But um, that was the beauty of Captivate for me is that revelation of, oh, wow, God, you created me to <clears throat> help heal relationships because of the broken ones that I had growing up. Um, and of course, there's so much more to that, yeah. but just a brief little snippet. <clears throat> yeah. And the captivate season, I mean, there's so much um, of a shedding away and a surrender that makes you feel possibly a sense of aloneness. But on the very other side of that, the at the very moment that you decide oh yeah, I'm not alone anymore. You step into that intense intimacy with the Lord, which is where all the beauty of Captivate comes from. And, and it's at that, you know, I, I, I was going to say table, but I just picture the two, he and I sitting at a table, just the two of us, you know, um, and it's at that table, just eye to eye, one-on-one where you are able to actually fall in love with all those different parts of your story and he fills the gap. And so it doesn't then matter who else loves the story. It's no longer about anybody else. Your story is no longer about what you receive from it. Um, and that's beautiful. It's really exciting. Now, something that Amber mentioned that I want to draw some more attention to is she was talking about, um, did you say over a couple of years or something like that? You just referenced time and this is the captivate season, especially in regards to your story can take a decent chunk of time. And so this is where the ABCD process in regards to story differs from, Oh, I'm going to go to the library and get a book on story. And I'm going to write my story. 
this is actually a process of uh, healing and intimacy and expansion that you get to do with the Lord. And we're on his timeline and not our own. And so you can share parts of your story all along the way. We're not saying that, you know, if you start learning your story and destiny culture today, that you're not going to be able to tell anybody about it for two years. Um, but what we're saying is that you're going to be moving through literally an adventure with the Holy spirit. Well, forever. But in terms of your story, it's going to be months and it's going to be months and it's going to be months and you're going to be sitting with him initially in Awaken. And then you're going to be going through your days in a, in a season of believe and he's going to be doing some healing on you. And, and that may be sometimes immediate and then sometimes a progression. And um, then you're going to be moving into this season of Captivate where, you know, maybe it takes you six months to learn how to love your story. Maybe it takes you a year to learn how to love your story. The longer that you resist it, the longer that you'll be in Captivate, the sooner that you decide, I'm okay with this now, then the sooner you move ahead. But even that, it just can't be forced, you know, you're going and, and trying to force it, trying to make it happen faster than it is naturally. You're missing lessons all along the way. So you wouldn't want to do that. So I guess I'll play like somebody who doesn't know anything about any of this and ask you a question. And be yes, like, you. so why should I even go through all of that for years and years and years and years? Uh, if it's going to take years and years, you know, why? Why? Because your entire purpose on the planet is to create heaven on earth, to bring heaven yeah. to earth. And the more that we, we pull ourselves away, our human nature and all the sin and all the yuck and all the fog that um, society and sin at the end of the day has brought into our lives, the more that we create heaven on earth. And so you can be doing that on a daily basis. And that is the adventure that you're going on with the Holy Spirit. Like who wouldn't want that? Yeah, it's... Uh... I think about it and I'm like, <laughs> I guess maybe cause I've experienced it, you know, like I've experienced the journey. I've experienced the beauty of actually living out the process on a daily, daily basis. But, um, I love it. I love that. It's never ending. Yeah. I love that. And, and some people might even be sitting here thinking, well, I want to write a book. Okay, so I don't want to wait till I'm 99, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and so to speak to that a little bit is that what what's amazing about that is that no matter where you are at in this process, that the Lord can use that mm -hmm. and work through you in big, beautiful and mighty ways or very simply profound ways. Mm -hmm. And so when we can learn, you know, when we when we have this desire to outwardly express our story in whatever way, creative form that um, we feel led to do, like it's okay to have pieces, parts. Absolutely. Oh, you know, and to be building up to the whole. 
which actually we never really reach here on this earth anyways, the whole, it's the wholeness is when we're standing next to him um, in heaven. So um, also I, I feel so led right now in this moment that if you've been listening to this and you have never accepted the Lord as your savior and you're like, who is this Jesus that these girls are talking about? We want to invite you to receive him as your Lord and Savior, and we want to walk with you through that. We want to answer your questions. And so um, you can email us at connect at uncoached.biz um, is our email, or you can find us on Facebook. Um, I'm at Amber S. McDaniel, and do you know what your at symbol is for Facebook, Tracy? I think it's Tracy A. Warren. Pretty much if anybody puts in Tracy Warren, I'm the one that comes up. So I wouldn't yeah. worry too much about it. Just search us. We want to talk with you. Um, we're not scary. <laughs> like we just want to love on you. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Good deal. Um, and yeah, the thing is with this cycle, it is definitely cyclical. And so as soon as you move to captivate in, I mean, and to dance in your story, guess what? You're going to go back at a deeper level to awaken. You're going to go back and heal even deeper. And then you're going to go back and, uh, have an even deeper level of intimacy in captivate. And then you're going to have an even deeper level of experience in dance. So, um, it is, it is never ending. It's not a check the box kind of thing. It is a journey and it's a cycle and it's a process and it's all exciting and beautiful. Um, so then as we are stepping from captivate into dance with our story, that is that point where you've realized in awaken, Oh man, this is there. There have been some hard things, but I'm a better person because of it. Now I have relatability with people. Then I can take these things that have happened um, to me and express it as a way that it has happened for me and benefit other people that have experienced the same type of thing. And then you've healed from that to be able to share um, in a way where you're not your own stumbling block, where you're not a stumbling block for others in sharing your story. And then you fall in love with the story. And then finally, you are able to deliver that story and duplicate the process for somebody else. Because as you're sharing that with other people, then of course, like I said, at the very beginning, you're going to invite them into the biggest gift that you could give to anybody else, which is sharing your story. And that doesn't have to be your entire life story. That might be a tiny little nugget. And so that is really how you can be um, experiencing this entire cycle, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, even on a daily basis, even when you're still in Awaken, you can begin to share the tiny little part of your story that you already love. And so it is, um, it is totally accurate what Amber said that you don't have to wait. And I would say you shouldn't wait. We should never wait. We're not promised tomorrow. So share some part of your story with somebody today. Action mm -hmm. step right then, right there, you know, take action, find that part of your story that you love, because <clears throat> in general, you've been a underdog in some area of life and you have overcome something 
there is something, no matter how small you deem it to be, that is big for somebody else that you've overcome. Share that with somebody today. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, the thing that's coming to me that's a part of my story is that I, and this is actually the story that brought Tracy and I together was domestic violence and abuse um, in relationship. And so there was a relationship I was in and I had to do the scary thing and leave. Like that was one of the scariest things. Um, and I'm, I'm now even, you know, I have a friend who is a very close and dear friend who is kind of going through this, a similar situation and, um, you know, and maybe leaving is not the option. I don't know. And I'm not going to tell her because, uh, what she should do. And I could do that, but my job as a friend is she's cutting out again. I know what it's like to be in Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Last I heard was my job as a friend is to love her through it. Yeah. Because I know what it's like to be in it and it's scary. It's really scary. So, um, to me, it's no big deal because I've done it. I've done the hard thing. I've left the hard and toxic relationship. Um, but now that I have someone in my life who's going through it, you know, what's my part there. So, but if Amber hadn't healed from that, Mm -hmm. She would not be able to be the friend to this person that she can be today. If she hadn't learned to love that part of her story and be appreciative of how it has shaped her, she would not be able to show up for that friend in the same way. Mm -hmm. Awaken is important. Believe is important. Captivate is important. And dance is important. They're all important. And if we miss any one of those components, we're missing out in a really big way on how God's able to use us for the people around us. And that's not going to hurt him. He can find somebody else. It's not going to hurt those people, but guess what? It hurts us. You know, Mm -hmm. like we're the ones missing out by not digging in to this. Yeah. God will fill the gap for other people. There will be somebody else that he presents. Who's willing to do this deep work for Mm -hmm. those other people but we're the ones missing out on the adventure of um, sometimes being the miracle for other people. Yeah. So there we have awaken, believe, captivate, and dance destiny culture of expansion in regards to your story. We would so love to hear where you're at with your story. Um, And it can be messy. We would still love to hear it. Uh, and, uh, if you feel prompted, please do reach out to us. Um, these are the kinds of things where when we get, get together people who are interested in digging into their story, then we can put together in a weekend retreat and go, you know, through this with you guys. It is super, super fun. It is super, um, I'm going to go and use the word magical because it is magical. It's just beautiful. You know, um, 
to see how God shows up for people and to see how he orchestrates bringing certain specific people together is always fascinating because there's always a common thread. There's always a common theme. And so don't hesitate to reach out to us if you would like to go deeper into your story. Anything else, Amber? Just drop our website. What's our website? Yep. Uncoached.vipmembervault.com. And that will be in the show notes as well. Um, We will have the scriptures in the show notes uh, along with how you can come into contact with us. So thank you for joining us for this Destiny Culture podcast. And we will see you on the next episode when we're actually going to be talking about the environment of the ABCD culture, which is super fun. That's how we basically decided where, where geographically we were going to host retreats. So that'll be a really, really fun conversation. We hope you'll join us for that. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.